Happy Monday. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's Five in San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hey, full disclosure before we continue here, this episode of Locked On Spurs is recorded before uh, the Spurs face the 76ers and the Nets. So keep that in mind uh, moving ahead. Scheduling, flights, all that good stuff are just getting in the way of um, recording um, for Monday. So we got to squeeze it in somehow. So here it is. But don't worry, we're going to have a nice, juicy topic for you. We're going to be looking at tonight's game, Spurs-Knicks, as well as asking a big question. Is Keldon Johnson still untouchable? Yeah, that might get you guys going. To do that and more, I am joined by my good friend and also native New Yorker as well, Casey Vieira. Casey, I'm back in the Big Apple, man. Oh, man. Well, it's unfortunate I missed you. I'm a little bummed about that. But there's good news, though. Um, this is just a quick turnaround. Every, it's not going to be a, a six-month or a year thing. You know, I have to come right back uh, for I a family, family function. That's why I didn't make too much big deal about it. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'll see Casey when I get back in a few weeks. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, but, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Let's put it that way. Forget I said anything. Look, the uh, Spurs and Knicks uh, play later on uh, tonight out at MSG. We'll touch on that in a while. I know you're going to love that. You know, and it makes sense, too. Look, isn't that so poetic? Back in New York City, I have Mm -hmm. a native New Yorker and a big Nick fan to talk about tonight. Symmetry. Look how it all comes together. So, Mm -hmm. um, but let's dive into into the, the main event here, and that is Keldon Johnson. Now, heading into this season, you know, the Team USA flaunting that gold medal left and right switches from a local sports agency to the big boys clutch. He gives his reason why he said he's arrived, that he's at a rising star. And so far this season, he's playing good, but maybe not at the level that many thought he would be. And I, I thought this would be his team right now. I thought he this, you know, he'd be putting his stamp on this. No, no. The numbers aside, he is still the second leading scorer. He's still up there right on the court for the Spurs. But with the Spurs in a rebuild, Casey, at this point of this season, now that it's a rebuild and it's a youth movement, is Keldon Johnson still untouchable? No, because he wasn't untouchable to begin with, the Ooh. way I see it. Coming but out swinging. Yeah, but, but it, it's true, though. I mean, he wasn't untouchable to begin with. And it was kind of the thought process with a lot of fans coming into this season was – yeah, let's develop what we have. We'll see what we got. If there's anyone who we see who there's a no-brain lock to keep around, okay. But really, outside of DeJounte Murray, we haven't seen that, right? Mm-hmm. We haven't really seen that at all. So I don't think, I don't think this affects Keldon's status one way or another in that respect because I don't really think he was untouchable to begin with. Now, with that said, I, I mean, I would, I, I'm, I'm not exactly pushing him out the door sure, here. Sure, I get you know that, what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I'm not exactly pushing him out the door here. I'm not saying this dude's a scrub and I want him, you know, I want him out. That's, that's definitely not what I'm saying. But the idea that, hey, uh, we got something presentable on the table. We like said deal. We want to make a move potentially. Uh, and, and Kelvin is the guy to go. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, maybe this is a better question. Is okay. his price tag so pricey? Are teams going to get sticker shock still? Or do you think teams are going to be looking at this and saying, you know what? 
you don't have to go that high. Don't be Daryl Morey there, Brian Wright. You know, you're talking about Keldon Johnson. Um, do you think maybe his the valley maybe has lessened a bit if the Spurs were to pursue a deal either in season or in the offseason? Um, that's a good question. That's a very good question. I don't think it has because I don't think for as, as imperfect as his, his game has been this year, I don't really think there's been anything about it where you look at it and you're like, oh, my God, that's brutal. You know, what are you doing? I, I mean, he's you can't even put him on the floor. He's had his yeah, moments. But he had a couple of nights like that before. Let's not right. be honest. Well, he's well, he's well, had those yeah, games was, already. Right. But yeah. but to the extent that it's a nightly thing, you look at it, and you're just like, man, what what is what is this dude come to? It's not like it's a nightly thing where that happens. Has there been moments? Yeah, definitely. There's definitely been moments of that this year, but I don't think anything, any of the struggles that he's had this season are out of the norm for somebody who essentially essentially is in their second year of the league Mm -hmm. so i don't i don't think one way or another and then this goes back to you know kind of what we always what we're saying with young guys and young players amongst spurs fans in san antonio is that the expectation is all of a sudden they're gonna erupt into a a megastar three years into it and that's just not how it works i mean you don't get Tim Duncan three years into it, who's leading you to a championship or however sure. many it was at that point. Uh, you know, come back down to reality. He's a 21, 21 year, 21, 22 year old kid who's still on his rookie deal. He's supposed to make mistakes. It's no indictment. It's just part of the process. And he's been more good than bad. You got a solid starter at that, but he's, he's an imperfect product. He's definitely an imperfect product. Um, so, in that respect, I mean, I don't think. I don't think he's untouchable in any deal, but I don't think it's been a bad year. If you, if you have kind of a perspective of what he is and what to expect, I don't think it's been a bad year for him at all. No. Yeah. I mean, you look at the pros now, the pros are, well, one that he's healthy, you know, I mean, outside of this recent hit with the COVID he's been relatively, you know, durable. He's still very young. Uh, you know, what, you know, still in like his, his early twenties, and he's shown an improved three shot this year. You know, there was a little moment, you know, just recently where he was leading the league at three point percent was like 43 percent, something ridiculous like that. Mm-hmm. He came back down to earth a little bit recently. But do you think that improves his value uh, to, you know, keep him at that, quote unquote, untouchable level? I know you say, you know, think he never was, but, you know, there is a segment of Spurs fans out there that do believe, you know, you know, you don't part with, with KJ, don't part, you know, he's too valuable. It just seems to me that maybe there's just kind of, a, I wouldn't say disappointment. I, that's just harsh of a word. I think the expectation for KJ was very high this season. It I really, too I, high. yeah, I thought he was going to come like gangbusters, you know, coming out like, just like, who is this guy, you know, pencil him in, you know, for, uh, you know, really good, strong all-star push. Playing with Team USA, learning from Draymond and Kate uh, Booker, all those guys out in uh, the Olympics. I, I, I don't see. That's the thing. Is it? Are we still looking at a KJ in a in a wait and see? Like give him more time to cook. Why do I feel like that's where we're at with KJ right now? Because I think that's again where it should be. I think that's where it should be. I don't think there's anything about Keldon Johnson right now. Looking at it, that 
should really be off-putting to us. Mm-hmm. I feel like it just like this is what he is. He's a he's a so, at this point in his career, he's a solid basketball player. And it's a, in, in year three. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're going in this, and and this just goes back, back again. I mean, the, in the inordinate expectations that a lot of fans have on it, you're obviously going to be disappointed. You're expecting, you're expecting like a, a, I'm just trying to think of some three off the top, like Paul George to walk mm-hmm. into the door. That's not how it works. I mean, Paul George. Paul George was like the third best player on his team behind Danny Granger and whoever for the first four years of his, of his rookie contract. You know what I mean? I I just think all of it in terms of the disappointment, I just think it's a product of, of people really setting their sights too high with it. And as a result, when he's not performing up to set expectations, the, inevitable sentiment there is going to be disappointment mm. in reality i mean and, and in reality you look at it there's not really much to be disappointed about because i think if you went in this with reasonable expectations of what he is this should not be a surprise at all celebrate the freedom of choice with built bar did you know you can choose from many delicious flavors at built bar well You can get coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, strawberry. The list goes on and on. There's definitely a flavor for each and every Built Bar fan. And hey, look, if you feel like you're going to miss out, they have the mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That is pretty cool. Go to Built.com right now and get yourself 15% off your order. That's Built.com, 15% off. Once again, at Built.com. I, I look at Kelly. Uh, let's look at some of the numbers now and uh, see mm-hmm. where he stands among the team. And they're not bad. They're not bad at all. I mean, You'll see where I'm going with this in just a few minutes once I pull up his numbers here. Uh, but you're looking at Keldon Johnson this year. Uh, let's look over his uh, career stats here. 14.7 points per game. He went up two points uh, since last season. Last year, he averaged about 12.7. Rebounds are up from six last season, 6.5. Assists are steady, still at 1.7. Uh, but here where it gets interesting. His field goal percentage has dropped from 48% to 45% as of right now through 36 games played. And, but again, you know, his three point shot has skyrocketed from 33 last year to 44% currently. They're not bad numbers. It just feels like, man, KJ, you, we know you still got another gear and you let loose. That's what it feels like. I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> you think he has another gear, or you think this is it? This I, I is... Feel... No, I, I mean, I think he, I think he has another gear, but I'm not necessarily saying said gear is going to propel to a multi-time All-Star. Right now, I have more reason to believe he's going to be a competent starter, six, a six-man rotational guy in the league right now, mm-hmm. than he is All-Star because he hasn't been put in a situation right now to no fault of his own where he needs to be exactly that mm-hmm. i don't know i i just look at i just look at it and I, I i feel like for all the people that are being so critical 
it's kind of like one of those things where what do you what do you expect you know what i mean yeah. like what what do you what do you expect this is a third year guy he's supposed to make mistakes there's a whole lot of other third year guys who are in the league right now who look a whole lot worse than he does you know what i mean especially yeah. considering where you took him in the back half of the first round I just think everyone's just going to calm down a, a little yeah. bit. He's fine. I think he's perfectly fine. He's not untouchable, but he's not a bum. He's fine. I'm going to ask you something right now. Um, yeah. When you know, DeJounte Murray was out uh, with the, the COVID protocols, you know, I looked at KJ and said, okay, KJ, this is going to be your team. And we didn't see that out of him. Uh, you know, he, you know, that's when he had that clunker of a stretch of games. Um, that's where Popovich had that infamous walkout after yeah. a KJ question when they asked him, oh, KJ's in the slump. He's like, oh, yeah, KJ's playing really bad. To me, I think that was kind of the moment this season I said, you know what? I think we just got to say KJ is who he is for what he is right now. Um, right. You, you know, but still, this right now equals a rebuild. And right. if the Spurs want to get aggressive, whether it be the draft, whether that be in season in a few mo- a few weeks or off season, you know, the Spurs shouldn't be close to dangling KJ out there, mm-hmm. some sort of deal, should they? No, not at all. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, not at all. I agree with that. Not at all. Um, we're talking with Casey Vieira. He is the host of the baller brief make sure to check it out on youtube just search the baller brief right now subscribe to it a lot of good shows out there including the um, one of my favorites ones about the jersey those are always fun Again, oh yeah the baller brief yeah <laughs> and uh subscribe um uh yeah on youtube and go to his twitter page at casey underscore viera we're talking about mm-hmm. Keldon johnson and as if he's still untouchable in some of the minds of uh, spurs fans and you look at the numbers, okay, so we, we've highlighted the kind of the base numbers here. He is still the second leading scorer on this team and behind right. uh, Murray. Uh, you know, if anything, I would would have liked to see him become more of a facilitator. Uh, we highlighted his mm-hmm. uh, assist or still holding steady at 1.7 from last year this year. He did say over the offseason that's one thing the Spurs wanted him to build on is becoming more of a facilitator. Okay, throw that in the pile. I'd also throw this in the pile, too, and get your thoughts. Can he get a little bit more finesse to his game? Look, I like the bully ball. I like the big body. I like all that stuff. But there are some times where I wish he had just a, a, a little bit more finesse. Once in a while, he throws a mono euro out there. Yeah. But if I, that I, shot's not falling, uh, Casey, uh, he turns into uh, the bull and just wants to just ram his way to the rim. He reminds me like you're playing in the backyard and there's there's always that one kid you're playing with who's not particularly, and, and, I mean, Kelvin is athletic, but for the sake of the context, uh, the conversation, not particularly athletic. And he doesn't really get by off his speed or anything. He gets by the fact that he's just bigger and stronger than everybody. So he just like you're playing football and he runs into people recklessly or whatever. I feel like like that's... I feel like that's him or, or what we've seen out of him. But I think this stuff is, is going to come together. I really do. I really do. I really do think a lot of this is going to come together. And I say that because so many of the struggles that he has had at this point, they're inevitable struggles. 
they're inevitable. Like it, it, it comes with the territory of, of being a, uh, you know, a third year guy, a guy, a rookie, a 22 year old guy on your rookie deal. I mean, I don't dare I say a two and a half year guy. I mean, really two and a half year yeah. guy, whatever you don't want to call it. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's, that's the next step and hoping that, you know, his name, his, his game is not looking like some sort of physical brute all the time and just bowling into people instead of, like you said, he, he mixes in that occasional Euro step and then they get in the half court and we've seen a, you know, a turnaround fade a couple times. So he does, he has shown that, but yeah, I mean, you're right. You're right. It, it, the, for a reasonable what you, what you, portion of what we've seen. Yeah. I mean, he's looked pretty clunky at times. What do you think his value is right now? What do you think a team will offer for KJ? A high round, first round pick? Uh, I think you can get a mid round first. Mid round first? I think you can get a mid round first, back end lottery. Mm-hmm. I think you can get a back end lottery pick for him. There's some Spurs fans listening to this right now saying uh, Casey's out of his mind because they're going to say he based on potential that, that maybe a higher pick. Higher address. I mean, what do you want? Like a top ten, like a top five pick? You're not gonna get a top five pick. <laughs> what has he shown that warrants a top five pick? You know. Yeah. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back in the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online, your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open now at BetOnline. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 100% welcome bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKEDON. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just something to think about, you know, um, with the Spurs in a rebuild mode, you know, and look, part of a rebuild is looking at what you have, you know, currently and part of a rebuild. We're seeing the Oklahoma City Thunder go through right now. I mean, they had a fire sale. Uh, how many years ago were they just said, OK, even Westbrook, um, come and get some pickings, you know, come and get your favorite players. We're going to start this rebuild and they're stashed with draft picks. You know, do mm-hmm. the Spurs go that route? Well, if they go that route. Guess what? Maybe some of their current young bucks are going to be part of some sort of deals. But it just, you know, where does KJ fit? I mm-hmm. think he is still part of the future of this uh, ball club. I think they're highly invested in him. Uh, I like him in Spurs colors. I think he's playing very, very well this season. I'm a little less than expectations. So there's some, some sort of disappointment. But you guys are too the- hard, dude. I swear. No, no. <laughs> I mean, Look, if if I'm if Casey Vieira is pimping his gold medal chain and bucking about how he's with Team USA all summer long, and then it's time to put the uniform on, and you're playing good, but not at the level of what maybe you thought you were. Yeah, be Casey. What's up, man? Uh, yeah, you know what? That's a good, good point. That's you're playing good. That's, you're fair. Playing that's good. fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's a good point. That's a good point. All right. Well, uh, we want to hear from you. What do you think about uh, KJ? Uh, is he untouchable? Or at this point of the season and this point of his career, would you be willing to make a deal for the young Spur? Once again, 
He is Casey Vieira. Follow him on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. Your Knicks, Casey, are hosting My the Spurs Knicks. tonight. Yep. Oh, yeah. You are a Nick fan. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, what is going on with your Knicks? Uh, tell us about uh, the uh, blue and orange. What's up with them? No, they're a weird team, man. I can't figure them out. I can't figure them out. But they've come back down to earth from that feel good this year. I don't want to say they've been exposed, but they've kind of been exposed for what they are. And that is their best players are their best player in Julius Randle for as fantastic as he is or has been, or I should, should say was last season. He's not exactly a, a number one option. Um, RJ Barrett, you know, he had that big, he had that big uh, winner on national TV the other day, but that same game, he shot four for 15, but the game before that he had 32 points. Uh, a, a big product of them right now of what they are and, and why they've been so inconsistent right around 500 the back end of that playing territory is just exactly that. I mean, their two best guys and Randall and Barrett have been brutally inconsistent for a good part of the season. And will I think that figure itself out? Yeah, I do. I do think it'll figure itself out. I don't know how particularly good they'll be I, I mean right now I think they're they're probably looking at the play-in game in some capacity but the thing with the Eastern Conference man the Eastern Conference is so mediocre this season that if you go on a five-game win streak towards the back end of the season that could be the difference in you being the 10 not even a five-game right. win streak, like a four three or four game win streak that's the difference in you being the six or you being the 10 there's there's a, a fine margin of error wherever you are in that conference right now so for me I mean that's why I I look at this team and I'm thinking to myself yeah they've they've struggled yeah it's been far from a perfect product up to this point but the competition in front of them or at least in the same territory they're battling with is not exactly elite it's not exactly elite so as it comes to them though more specifically i I. I'd love to give you an answer to figure out what they truly are, but I don't, yeah. I don't you know, we've gone halfway through the season. I'm not exactly sure. I'm not exactly yeah. sure for better yeah, and- or worse, but I, right now I think they, they kind of, they've shown more ter- more right. and more indication. They are what they are as opposed to trending one way or another. I exactly. If yeah, I and, an and, and once again, keep in mind that this, this is obviously this chat with me and Casey about the Knicks, uh, you know, is uh, ahead of uh, last night's uh, Nets game. So uh, keep that in mind and the Philly game. But one thing is for sure, what I need to like speculate is they'll still be down players. You know, a mm-hmm. bevy of Spurs players got recently uh, placed on the NBA's uh, health safety protocols. So they'll likely be out. So that uh, obviously is going to impact the game tonight out in Madison Square Garden. Uh, but if anything, you know, I'm just looking at this team just to be competitive. You know, hopefully they gave Philly some run. Hopefully Patty Mills didn't go off for his uh you know, career high and scoring off the bench against this old team. LMA doesn't do the same, but this is a hobbled team right now. You got Anthony Lamb, Tyler Johnson, you know, no knock on them. They're, they're, they're NBA material. Otherwise you wouldn't get a deal, but when you're, you don't have your Keldons, your Derek, your Devin Vassells, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it, it makes the task harder tonight versus your Knicks, Casey. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's the, what more can I say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, um, the Spurs are coming in depleted. 
the Knicks are relatively healthy. Um, you know, Julius Randle is going to be a headache for the uh, Spurs. Uh, but I believe the Spurs beat the Knicks already in San Antonio. The Knicks beat the San Antonio uh, Spurs. The Knicks, right? beat, yeah. Knicks beat the Spurs. Okay, Knicks beat yeah. the Spurs. Yeah. So hopefully the Spurs get a measure of revenge uh, tonight out in but the But here league. you go. Here you go. We were talking about R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett had a career high three pointers made at the time. Lovely. <laughs> so that's like the good R.J. You don't know what R.J. is going to get. The lovely. <laughs> All right. We're done talking. We want to hear from you. Uh, what do you think about tonight's game, Spurs? Knicks. Spurs are going to be depleted, but you think they got a puncher's chance? And uh, KJ, once again, is he untouchable? Uh, let us know. You can let Casey know on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. Let me know at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. We thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. And Spurs Knicks, so check out Locked On Knicks. See what's going on in their neck of the woods. We're going to let Casey go. There's a little tech issues on his side. So um, for Casey Vieira, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs.